Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Greetings and a hearty welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. Thanks to our listeners worldwide who tune in live and on demand. We have a spectacular show today. Why Perfect Failure Matters, The Transformative Power of Setbacks with Paul Patmore. We've all experienced failure, but how can we move beyond it? How can we feel worthy and bounce back? How can failure be used as opportunity? I like to open our show with a befitting excerpt by Theodore Roosevelt, the man in the arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deed could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcomings. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I just love this excerpt. So out of pain, suffering, and challenges, we can be victorious. We can create something beautiful, something of value for ourselves and others. And without trying, failing, getting up again and again, we're all the better for it. And our guest today, Paul Patmore, joining us from England will show us how to reframe our perspective on failure. He will show us just how setbacks can be transformative. Paul is a prominent figure in the realm of social well-being and the creative force behind the captivating podcast, My Perfect Failure. As the host of this thought-provoking show, Paul delivers impactful lessons on the influence of a positive mindset in both professional and personal realms. With a robust background in the industry, Paul currently serves as the head of a customer engagement uh, uh, for a leading behavioral strategy consultancy in London. 
The mission of my Perfect Failure podcast is to showcase how our setbacks can be the transformative gateway we are seeking to live a brighter, more fulfilled future. I personally regard Paul as a very practical, authentic, and upleading, uh, uplifting thought leader with insightful anecdotes who applies his knowledge and teachings in his everyday life. So now, without further ado, I'm honored to welcome our outstanding guest, Paul Patmore, joining us today on our show, Why Perfect Failure Matters, The Transformative Power of Setbacks. Paul, welcome to Love Life. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. And I'm delighted to be here and to speak to your amazing audience. So hello, Voice of America. And Paul, we welcome our uh, listeners worldwide and also a special welcome for our listeners who are tuning in from England (laughs) on such an inspirational and empowering episode. And I must just share, Paul, with our listeners that I was a guest on your amazing podcast, My Perfect Failure. You are an excellent host and a very thought-provoking person. So I really uh, love uh, the opportunity to be on your show. And thanks for all you do to help people transform their lives. Well, it was amazing to get you as a guest. And we're going to be doing more episodes together. So I'm hugely excited about, Mm. about that and all the conversations that we will have that possibly won't be recorded. But it's lovely to be able to connect with you and to bring energy and insights to other people other than you and I. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Well, Paul, uh, I'd like for you to share a little bit about yourself. And, and of course, it kind of brings me to the question, uh, why my perfect failure? As so named for your podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so a little bit about me. So p- probably people can get can glean that my accent is from the UK. So I'm UK born and, and bred, which has been wonderful. Got amazing family, got amazing friends. And I've had a, you know, very fortunate. I've had a good life to date. And I, I, I guess done the normal stuff, raised by lovely family, went to college, university, then got kind of jobs. I I think on the jobs front, I kind of ended up, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a, a passion play, but I ended up getting into digital advertising for leading publishers in, in the heart of London. And I met amazing people, formed amazing relationships, which I dearly enjoyed and and most of those not most all of those guys are dear friends to date around 2016 got the opportunity to go and join a startup it was in a tech space it was kind of in a similar space that I was in but it was kind of just sort of a 360 degree shift in terms of where instead of being a publisher, I was more on the tech side. And the the people that I was 
in that tech startup with. We all knew one another. We'd all work with one another. We all had wonderful relationships and we still do. Although we don't see each other all the time because of pandemic and whatnot and just people are doing different things now. So I think 2017, sorry, 2016 got approached. 2017, the start of, of, I guess, January, we started. It kind of didn't really go according to plan. We all had these wonderful expectations of what the impact that we were going to have on the market and and how we were going to do that. But it kind of never really, we had some, there were successes and there were some positive moments, but not to the degree that we needed to kind of really scale, develop and, and really have that impact that we all I guess thought about and we all dreamt about so after about 10 months I, I got made redundant and it was well, so the actual being made redundant piece was not as brutal as I thought it would be but it was impactful the reason it wasn't as brutal was it might have been because we, I knew that there was a pro, I knew that there was a problem in terms of we weren't able to to generate the revenue that we needed to do for the business to be really viable. So, in in startup world, is it, if there's any anybody listening out there today that actually works in startup land, they probably can empathise with the challenge in that startup space because you can really burn cash very very quickly. So, one actually got made redundant. I was definitely gutted i think i was equally embarrassed i think because the people that i was getting people messaging me that i hadn't seen for a while that wanted to catch up with me to talk about the startup and how it was going so i had all these emotions going on and i had to kind of deal with that i was very lucky that i got another job quite quickly I got another job quite quickly because of my network. So it was important that we establish and retain good networks. I'd done that over the years and that stood me instead. And I got another job reasonably quickly. But what happened after that was I would have these thoughts about how people process setbacks and failures because I realized that I'd learned in 10 months, more in 10 months than I'd probably done in five years, the previous five years. But I realized that I wasn't processing. I still had this, I guess, stigma, this shame, embarrassment, I guess, about the about the, the redundancy. So I started thinking about people like Oprah, who you'll be familiar with, people like Thomas Edison, very noted, and lots of other people, J.K. Rowling, goes, the list goes on and on. I, I thought these guys have a different way of processing setbacks. I, I would explain shortly that I don't particularly like the word failure because I think it's not particularly useful and helpful because of the stigma that I've I've mentioned. So I decided, so I'd ha I'd probably about maybe six seven eight months i had i could be at the gym i could be at dinner i could be on the tube and i would think about how does the lady on the street how does a guy in a supermarket how does the person in the gym how do they cope with 
difficult moments. I had a I had a concern that if people have setbacks, they don't really it could stop them. They could view a step a setback as terminal, and the the challenge with that is they will not attempt to actually lead the life that they're actually destined to leave to lead. Sorry. So I decided that there's potentially a message here. What was the message? I should do something. What should I do? I didn't know at that point. And then I decided that I love listening to, well, I realised I love listening to podcasts and I and I like to talk and listen. So I thought, why don't I do, make a podcast? Why don't I think about doing that? So that's kind of what I decided to do. And around how the name My Perfect Failure came into play. So I decided that I wanted to do a podcast around failure and I was struggling to come up with a name. I was struggling and I'd written probably about three or four names down which were contenders. And then I remember I was I was in Chancery Lane, which is in London. I was in one of their WeWorks going to a meeting and all of a sudden my perfect failure, that name came to me. I was literally a friend of mine was holding the door for me as I was daydreaming about what the name of this podcast should be. And the reason that I wanted, the re and it just, it, as soon as it came to me, that was it. That was it. And I had this adrenaline rush. I, I written, I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Then I went on to have the meeting. And the reason that I liked the name My Perfect Failure, because I like the paradox, because I think there are opportunities when we have failures or setbacks and what I wanted to do what I want to do with this podcast and what I'm attempting to do and what I will continue to do and to grow and to develop is to really harness that that belief and that mindset that when we have difficult moments there are messages there there's information there what our job is to do is to actually look for that because there there's seeds there's gold there once we once we develop that ability to kind of go after that examine that use that then we've got wonderful opportunity so that's where I, that's where i'm looking to go with the podcast and it's been huge i started in 2000 and i think 19 i think i published the first episode and it's been pure joy since then Yes, it is beautiful, and you do awesome work with amazing guests. And thank you for sharing that divine inspiration. And also, this aspect of fairy is kind of a paradox in terms of how you coin the phrase and how you use it <laughs> in a positive way. And it brings me to uh, the discussion about failure and setbacks and failure is a hard pill to swallow. You shared, you know, your own personal experience regarding that and and uh, facing failure is, Paul, facing fear. Facing mm. failure is, it reinforces unworthiness or feeling vulnerable, not good enough. Facing fear is uh, really facing rejection, shame, and embarrassment. Uh, so, here, uh, reinforcing not good enough feelings of being unworthy. What What are your thoughts about, you know, how to, you know, this whole concept of failure and how we yeah. can turn it into something 
uh, different into something positive. And I know in our next segment, you're going to talk a lot about your uh, uh, cultivating a growth uh, mindset. Growth that mindset, you've coined. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, totally. No, I, I, everything that you said, I totally agree with. Failure, unfortunately, I think I mentioned earlier that I don't particularly like the word because I think it's not really useful. I think it it really stifles innovation, opportunity, development. And I, what I want to do, and my perfect failure is just a small part of the conversation, but an important part of the conversation around how we are able to think more positively about our endeavours, our attempts to to do things, whether it be from a work perspective or a personal perspective. I think what I think where we should be with it is that we all have more belief in us, belief in ourselves. We don't judge ourselves too harshly, or indeed we shouldn't judge others too harshly. One of the things that I think that it'd be interesting what the audience think about this and 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 indeed yourself, Gene, that we when something happens to us, maybe it's a you know a fa- you know you might use the term failure, it can be a, a, a being made redundant at work, it can be maybe not not passing our driving test the first time, or it could be anything. I think sometimes we spend too much time thinking about what other people think. Mm, and yes. invariably they don't really think they're too busy getting them with their own life so we so i think we spend too much time effort thinking about what other people think and that doesn't help us and i think we need to get to a point where we just have a healthier appreciation of our efforts and our endeavors and we give ourselves some grace and we don't judge ourselves too harshly beautifully said and uh, i know we have a break coming up but when we come back, we're going to kind of shed a little light on, you know, such things as, uh, and perhaps the, the the listeners can even think about what failure means to them. We're going to talk about the concept of failure, causes, signs, even the physical, yeah. emotional, behavioral aspect and impact of failure, and then proceed in with Paul's uh, amazing uh, growth uh, mindset uh, strategies that will help us become more resilient and uh, get out of the quagmire of, of failure. So now I think we're ready for a brief commercial break. Uh, so stay here on Love Light to learn more about why perfect failure matters, the transformative power of setbacks with our outstanding guest, Paul Patmore. Joining us today from England, he's the host of My Perfect Failure podcast, prominent figure in the realm of social well-being. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. 
Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish dash conscious loving.com that's dr jean marie farish dash conscious loving.com or click the link on the love light show page best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe dr jean marie farish is featured in the newly released issue of published magazine to have first access to this treasured resource go to publishedmagazine.com Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And today we are with our outstanding guest, Paul Patmore, joining us today from England, prominent figure in the realm of social well-being, host of the thought-provoking podcast, My Perfect Failure, on our show today, Why Perfect Failure Matters, the Transformative Power of Setbacks. And thank you, Paul, for just sharing you know, your insights and through your daily life, uh, as you indicated, things that motivated you to really come up with this concept. As we look at people in just regular life, right? We're not just talking about executives or business mm -hmm. people or entrepreneurs. We're talking about everyday people, <laughs> how you're processing failure, how we live with it, how we uh, talk to ourselves about ourselves <laughs> in a negative way that reinforces failure. Uh, and yeah, Paul, yeah. I wanted to kind of talk about the whole concept of it, the beliefs, the underlying beliefs uh, uh, that we have about failure that sometimes we, I mean, we need to shed that and look at new ways of, of, of thinking and being with ourselves. Mm. 
Yeah, no, it's a lovely question. And I guess to my mind, I want for myself and for others to kind of have a totally different relationship with failure and setback. So it's the relationship where we're able to reframe when something happens. So we don't view it as a stigma. You, you can imagine maybe the, the listeners can as well. If something negative happens when we go out for dinner and we're seeing our friends it's something that potentially will not because of the way society is it doesn't it's something that we potentially want to hide we don't really want to discuss because maybe there's a stigma we have there and that shouldn't be there it doesn't mean that you kind of have to go and tell everybody about it it means that we just have to have that that confidence and that self assuredness of that as long as we're doing something that is purpose driven and we think it's the right thing for us to do whether that be career or or personal life then actually there's no shame in in having setbacks if we look at any it's easier to to use noted people just because everybody's familiar with noted people i mentioned thomas edison earlier i mentioned oprah winfrey these people these guys have felt more than the majority of us will ever encounter because they know that it's part of their journey so it's really to my mind it's to be successful you have to fail you can't be successful and not fail so if you're not failing at anything in life whether it be work or anything in life we're not going to remotely achieve our full potential and i'm not saying people to go out there and fail every day or well, I guess what I am saying is that if they've got an ambition or desire go for it and if you if you don't achieve it immediately which which you probably won't that's actually not a problem that is your journey that's the journey that you're meant to be on the journey isn't meant to be a, a I guess a compelling and a, a journey worthwhile pursuing is not going to be an easy one if it's an easy one then actually that you're not going to be you're not going to be doing anything mind-blowing or groundbreaking so if if there are bumps on a road actually what we should be doing is actually examining that information because there's new information there our competitors will be our job is to delve into that information and use it to our advantage yes that's very important I thought about Edison. I think I read something when he was inventing the light. People thought he was nuts. And yeah, he was exactly. humiliated. He was yeah. humiliated. But he just stayed on task. He didn't care about yeah. what they were saying. And look what happened. And uh, I love you bringing that up because, you know, for some people, you, know, we're so ex you can be so externally oriented that you give it all up because someone thinks it's a bad idea or what are you doing that's foolish. And uh, we have to stay our course. And one of the things that you mentioned, be stay on your journey, <laughs> uh, stay on your path because, you know, it may lead you to something greater. And the purpose of setbacks is for you to reflect, to examine what you're doing and go back in and try something different, right? Build yeah. on what you have. And Paul, let's talk about causes of failure. You know, it can be 
you know, let's say uh, your environmental influences, the uh, yeah. wrong mindset that you're going to talk a lot about, about building a better mindset, habits, bad habits, lack of motivation. Yeah. Uh, and it's important for us to identify those that are applicable for our listeners to move forward with creative planning and a positive mindset and outlook. What are your yeah. thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think there are t- there are two types of failures. You know, that, that potentially we can look at the different the different lenses on it, but we can look at wasteful failure. So wasteful failure is potentially if we don't if we if our if our timekeeping is poor, if we don't pay attention, say we've got to say we need to be at work at 9 a.m. in the morning, but we get in at 9:30 because our timekeeping's poor, so we we miss maybe a train or the traffic's bad on a motorway. So that is wasteful. That is something that we can and should should avoid. We we have more control over that. So if if we you know we've all been late things over time some more than others and what we should be doing is if if we need to get up 30 minutes early so we can catch the train that will get us to work at 9 9 a.m then we need to do that we've all seen people in the morning where they're stressed in the morning because mornings are always crazy regardless of where you are in the world and if we get up just that little bit early then we will mitigate the the anxiety and maybe if we've got a meeting at 10.30 that we're presenting at, clearly if we're running right on time, we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity to, to deliver well in that in that meeting. Also, another, so, so 2024, the world is moves at such a fast pace that burnout is a real challenge for, 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 for many of us. It's a real situation that we have to keep an eye on so if we're working long hours if we're developing fatigue if we're if we have overwhelm at things that generally we would normally have a better control of then then potentially burnouts there so these are little things that we do have control of and we should and that's kind of a wasteful moment and 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 we all can be victims of that. As I said, that 2024, the world's a, re- a, a really fast-paced environment and nobody wants to disappoint. We all want to do our very best. And sometimes we think, actually, instead of putting our hand up and saying to our boss or to our partner or to a friend, I'm actually really struggling at the moment, we just plough on because maybe we, we don't have the right mindset to actually take a step back and say actually I do need to speak to someone here invariably it's experience that gives us the that awareness to actually say Paul I'm struggling here I actually do need to speak to my boss or my partner because I'm struggling here or or indeed we may have a boss or somebody or a partner that might actually say Paul you're struggling here you know burnout could be a problem here or something could be a problem Mm. so that's wasteful failure and these are things where we generally have some control over and it's things that you know for any of the listeners that they might have some 
recognition of some of these in relation to them. Timekeeping keeping could be one. Maybe there's people on this who are listening today that are working really, really hard. They have done for a period of time. Now's an opportunity for them to speak to somebody that they can confide in and actually they can prevent burnout. There's also intelligent failure as well. So intelligent can, Paul, can I go back to useful yes, to, to yes. wasteful failure? <laughs> because I yeah. think that's so important. How we spend our time and energy. <laughs> uh, and you made me think about a collection of wasteful moments can end up being a whole day, a week, right? <laughs> totally. And, and you know, ways to, to really look at ourselves, how we can do things different. And then you brought up that beautiful point, burnout, how which brings us to self-care, ways that I need to take care of myself. Or maybe it's time to have that well-needed conversation. Uh, so thank you for that. So the next one, this is interesting. Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, um, thank you for, for raising that point. And I think with burnout and those types of situation, I do think that we definitely, after we've gone through the pandemic and what we realise how fragile life is and how important it is, that we all should be more mindful about our self-care because nothing should be taken for granted and our health and also you know making sure that we are living a life that is quality for us so another another i guess failure example could be intelligent failure so sometimes when things happen and with ambitious people with people that are trying to deliver certain things we setbacks and difficult moments will happen so sometimes when failures ha happen what we can do is reframe that situation so just to give you a i guess a, an example everybody will be familiar with is coca-cola so when coca-cola when coca-cola was invented it actually was invented as a replacement for 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 morphine but it was going to be delivered as it was going to be i guess served as, a, as an alcohol um, in terms of how we would consume that but there was an alcohol ban so it couldn't be served with alcohol so they used caffeine as a replacement to for alcohol and then coca-cola was invented so the the pharmacist that invented that and initially it was a calamity because it couldn't it couldn't be served as the original drink but now it's the most famous drink in the world and there were lots and lots of examples of that so when we do have these difficult moments sometimes those difficult moments can be reframed and something actually positive can come out of those situations and useful failures i think you have a concept about useful failures <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, it goes on. Well, I think with useful failures, so really what we should be doing in that is going back to what I was saying before, that every we should have the motivation and we should have the belief that we should focus on delivering opportunities and, and moving forward. And and with useful 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 failures essentially 
reframing situations to make the very best out of situations. And if we don't have the ability to do that, then we will never see the opportunities that will exist. That is so true. And uh, the, the opportunity to reflect, to stop and reflect, you know, how we can improve, you know, if things uh, didn't work out, you know, uh, what useful information can we use as a result of that perceived failure to begin again and take it in, work yeah. on the next project and move forward and uh, to start okay. afresh, you know, and a part yeah. of that is really trusting yeah. divine timing, divine intervention, you know, being in tune to yeah. that divine wisdom that's uh, that we have. And, and just to just to circle back slightly, useful failure and intelligent failure are pretty they're they're they're, they're like identical twins, really. Okay. All right. So essentially they kind of perform the same way. It's really looking for the opportunity that exists within a situation when it hasn't gone according to plan. And it might be that you have a different product, a different solution out of that. And it's having that, I guess, that clarity of thought or imagination, creativity, where something else comes to light from a difficult moment. And Paul, I think I was I just thought about what you said when you came up with my perfect failure. That was almost like divine wisdom, you know, when you were thinking about what to name your podcast. And, you know, here, you know, the clarity came and look at where you are with that whole concept. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you have those moments. I think intuition is very important. And I don't think we should under estimate the the importance of intuition i think invariably when we feel something in our gut because i know that when i decided i was going to do the podcast my perfect trailer i didn't really tell many people i told about three people because i knew at that point my belief wasn't strong enough for me to mm-hmm. to maybe move forward if i got too many people kind of like really podcast failure is that the best maybe you should look at nobody's really interested in that so I literally told three people got everything done got the name done got the concept done built the website developed a mission their mission statement and then I I I think I even had I had produced about 20 episodes and then I published Oh, wonderful. Well, Paul, we're going to talk more about that. And then, of course, in our next segment, we'll hear about uh, strategies to move beyond failure, to overcome and, you know, create something beautiful and not look at it from a downside, but more or less building on it, becoming more re- resilient. And Paul is going to talk a little bit more about the empathy. Yeah, I think we, we talked about that during commercial break about what failure did for you in terms of being more empathic, right? Yeah. Fantastic. But anyway, yes. So we're ready now for a brief commercial break. So stay tuned for more on why perfect failure matters, the transformative power of setbacks with our amazing guest, Paul Patmore, joining us today from England, host of the thought-provoking and captivating podcast, My Perfect Failure. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org. Have a wonderful day. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Well, welcome back to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Paul Patmore, joining us today from England. He's the thought-provoking uh, leader of the podcast, uh, the captivating podcast, My Perfect Failure, on our show today, Why Perfect Failure Matters, Transformative Power of Setbacks. And Paul, thank you for sharing, you know, those uh concepts about wasteful failures, intelligent failures, whatever, useful failures to help us really kind of really discern where am I as I really look at what failure really means to me. Because sometimes we throw around terms, but breaking it down helps people really apply it to themselves to look at the signs of Oh, how you perceive being a failure, not having the initiative, procrastination, not making sound goals or taking those actionable steps to pursue your dreams, the fear of failure, being focused on what others say, the naysayers, those critics who keep you from moving forward, but it's really your choice. And let's uh, look further at the physical, emotional, and behavioral impact of failure, the stress, anxiety, feelings of powerlessness, loss of control, even avoidance behaviors. And furthermore, the physical aspects. I mean, the stress can lead to all kinds of problems, right? The digestive problems, heart problems, you name it. So it's so important for us to really uh, revisit this concept. And as Paul has, uh, he's, he's sharing with us, trying to help us reframe our whole perspective on failure. So Paul, you're going to share some uh, strategies for us. So go yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just to, just to kind of circle back slightly for, for the, the audience, people listening. So just the wasteful failure, intelligent failure, Pretty, pretty, pretty similar in terms of what they are and how they're and how they manifest themselves. So just to give people a little bit of clarity there. So with regards to, again, I, I will say this, but I don't like the word failure because I just think it's very unhelpful. I know I've said that a few times, but I just want to, I guess, um, reaffirm that. So I, I prefer the, the word setback just in terms of it being more useful mm-hmm. and less okay. I guess are not the same type of stigma attached to it but that being said I do firmly believe that there are unique opportunities that exist when we fail but we do need some tools to help us be more just to increase our ability to cope with those difficult moments so having that that ability to reframe to look at a situation and look at the positive the brain is four times more likely to to think negatively of a situation the the reason i say that is because the way that i view that is because i still have difficult moments and when my brain isn't helping me when it's leaning to significantly into into being really really negative i realized that that's how the brain is wired to be more negative so what i do with that i use that knowledge and i think actually paul that this is where the brain is going to go let's come back into the center 
let's think of let's think of a way that I can reframe this to to think more positively. And we all have that ability. If we know that, which anybody listening now knows that your our brain is wired to be four times more negative than positive. So you we need to use that insight to our advantage. And just in relation to that, um, there's wonderful work has been done by Carol Dweck around growth mindset. So it'd probably be useful for me to explain a fixed mindset initially, and then we can look at a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset is essentially when we come up against a problem, we don't see that there's any way around that. So we don't have the ability to learn, think, and move and move beyond that situation. So say if we, maybe an example might be, if we get lost, actually it's doing a puzzle, let's use a puzzle as an example. If we are given a puzzle for Christmas and we can't seem, our first attempt, we can't put that puzzle together, we might actually just put that puzzle aside and never ever use it again. If you've got a growth mindset, you will look at the, we might try, not, not we might, we will try the first time, probably the same outcome. First attempt, we won't get it. But the second attempt, we might not get it. The third attempt, we might not get it. But the fourth attempt, we will work out, we would have worked out what went wrong initially in terms of us trying to put it together. And we will, we will take all that information and we will use that the fourth time we will be able to do it or the fifth time. So it's, so a growth mindset really leads with that idea that everybody, me, Eugene, everybody listening, we all have the ability to learn, we're all intelligent, and we all have the ability to learn and to develop and to whatever the challenge is, we can overcome that. Even if it means, there might be people here that have got businesses who decided actually, you know what, we looked at the business, we had a go based on the experiences and whatever happened with the business, we decided actually this business isn't the right business for us, but it might have led to you gleaning insights that gave you the idea to start a different business. You wouldn't have actually got those insights if you hadn't started the first business. So it's it's always using the information. So whenever we do something, just use the information. We've all got access to that. Mm -hmm. And, and um, also, I think, which is very important. So on My Perfect Failure, we talk about this lots and lots and lots, positive self-talk. So if having the ability to be positive and to think positively, and sometimes we can have mentors, we can have coaches that we can, we might have weekly appointments with. Sometimes they're not at our disposal. If they're not at our disposal, we should really think and talk encouragingly about what I'm going to do to do today. If I've got a meeting today or a presentation, yeah, I can do this. I can deliver. I've done it before. Why can't I do it again? So we should always be have developed that ability where 
we can be our own champions, we can be our own heroes. And that isn't something that I think we do enough. Do I do it enough? Probably not, probably not enough, but it's something that I, I'm mindful of and I do it in the right moment. So in the moments where I need it, where I don't have a gene to speak to or somebody else, I know that I can coach myself. Also something that I think is very important is there's a word, I believe it's called interdependence, is how many of us, I've done it, where we suffer in silence, where we think that we've got to take on the world on our own or we or we need to do of every situation on our own without the support of others that isn't healthy we shouldn't do that we should really think about people that can support us it doesn't have to be we don't need an army we might need one or two people there might be somebody that can help us with okay our emotional states you know if we sometimes if we've got emotional issues where work might be tough there might be somebody that we can speak to about I've got a friend that I speak to probably more so about work and those types of things he's he's somebody I've worked with before we've developed this relationship where we can contact one and one another when we need that little bit of a pick-me-up that little bit of motivation so we're both there for one another Uh, and there might be somebody else I can speak to about maybe fitness so okay. we should we shouldn't try and do everything alone. Really look for people either we know or maybe somebody on YouTube or a podcast. Okay. Well, Paul, we're getting ready to close. Tell uh, listeners briefly how to uh, get access to your podcasts and how to connect with you before we close out. Okay, lovely. So the podcast, My Perfect Failure, is in all the major directories. You can find it on Apple, Spotify. Okay. All, all the major directors you can find my perfect failure and also you can find me at www.myperfectfailure.com all right well paul thank you so much for being on love light today giving us a fresh outlook on how to deal with setbacks it's so encouraging motivational and inspirational and we appreciate uh, you for being here and we invite listeners to tune in to your podcast and connect with you to go deeper listen back on demand thank you so much and much gratitude to the voice america team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world you know transcend ruminate not on the unpleasantries of life falter not in times of trouble hard pressed on every side do not despair Find meaning in life experiences, summon inner strength, and move beyond self-imposed limits. Dwell in the truth of who you truly are and trust with unwavering faith. Be strong, steadfast, and an overcomer. This is Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember... An empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week. 
filled with love, self-worth, and better connections. 